<laughs> sure, man. I mean, whatever way you have to rationalize it to feel good, that's fine. I I uh, I, I get it. I buy I bought stupid shit before too. I went and bought five yeah. loot boxes the other day. I get it. I but I don't think that's I don't think that's stupid. <laughs> the game, but like, you, but someone might. But someone like, like yeah, he might. He might the find that me right now, know? saying like, why the fuck are you buying shit in Overwatch? <laughs> right. So I get it. Welcome to episode 126 of the Emerging Gamer Podcast. This is your on-again, on off-again host. You're a permanent fixture. You're always here. Lock and here. key. I'm, I mean, I might be here in heart, did you even, but I'm not here in... Yeah, did you see the name of the last episode? Yes, I did. I did that to fuck with you. I saw it. And <laughs> I, read, I, read, I, read, I read the passive-aggressive description as well. <laughs> <laughs> I did all, all of the we're above. All, we're all out of luck. <laughs> I was... I read it. Everybody. I did. Sorry. I did. I, did. I was I was uh, looking at the title. I was looking at it. But here no, I am. We didn't spend a whole episode ripping your ass. I didn't listen to the most recent episode. No, so even if you did, you up. we we just. Uh, Can I print a retraction? No. What 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 do you need to retract? I need to retract. I've I've been saying near automata wrong. Yeah, you said you said it automatica. The I whole said time. near automatica. Yeah, that a is whole not bunch accurate. Of times. Yeah, it's okay. And then I read it slowly, and I was like, automata. Automata. What's an, what's an automata? Well, I'm. It, it, I don't know what it is, but it sounds Latin to me. There's a band I used to like called Head Automatica. Uh, so so that's why you I was I was already I was already ingrained I, uh, to say it that you, because of your conversation last week. I want to buy that game now. It's oh, it's, cool. it's a fantastic game. Yeah, I want to buy. It's pretty you, great. you bought it? I did not buy it, but I watched a ton of it on Twitch. Yeah, it looks really good. Did you watch oh, it, it at Twitch.tv/slash Neoyoshi? No, I did not. I okay, watched just, it. Just checking. I didn't. Get a I watched it when it launched, like weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It's been a while. I didn't get a chance to watch it because the one time, uh, no, you were playing a different game. But well, one time I dropped into his his his. I was screen. playing Final Fantasy. He was eating. No, you were eating lunch. Oh, I was playing Heroes. Of, I was eating I was lunch. Taking a break from Heroes of the Storm while I got lunch <laughs> and just eating it on the stream. Just be like, I happened to be home. Going to have some pizza. <laughs> and and when I turned tuned in, I was going to help him out. I tuned right. in, and he's just eating his fucking lunch on the screen. <laughs> it's okay, it's a quality program. Oh, I do it all the time. Anyway, I'm yeah. Neo Aoshi. Neo hey. Aoshi, how hey. are you, bud? I'm good, man. I'm good. Good to see you. And uh, who do we got over there at the big beard? This is Felix Hergood. You're looking very trim. Yeah. Why did you trim? Did you trim up? I shaped it up, dude. Did you do this yourself, or did you go to Sergio? Sergio. I went to Sergio, and yeah. guess what I got when I went to. I'm Sergio. What? I am now officially the Duke of I'm Sergio. Is this Foursquare? No, on Yelp. Oh. oh. I'm, the, I'm the Yelp Duke. Oh, you, you texted he texted that the other day. Yeah, I didn't know what platform that meant. I didn't know I didn't know what he meant. I'm either. the Duke of Yelp. No, Foursquare is uh mayor. You become the mayor, oh. I think, of a location. Yeah, Foursquare is mayor. And then is Yelp that, has Is it still Duke relevant? Is Foursquare still relevant? No. I don't I think, think so. I think so what is it. what is the Duke of, of Yelp get you? <laughs> I think I'm the Duke of I'm Sergio because I've checked in there nine times. <laughs> you check in on Yelp every time you go? Yeah. Do you do that everywhere you go? No, no. Not only that, a majority of the pictures <laughs> on the Yelp page are you. Are me. And I, and Sergio, because I'm Sergio isn't just the name of the business. I know. It's, Sergio's it's, the it's owner. It's the guy. Sergio 
sent me a personal message to thank you, thank you, thanking me for being the face of his business. <laughs> I was gonna say he's not gonna thank you for being an unpaid model. I think he was being sarcastic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wonder like what that guy's actually like to name his business after himself. Uh, I like him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, you would say that, Duke of um, Sergio. I'm the Duke. <laughs> I'm the Duke anywho, of um, Sergio. Anywho, we got some news points we want to get through, some quick stuff, and then we're going to each talk about what we've been up to. Um, and then we have a big topic, which would be Destiny 2 to talk about. But let's first hit it with uh, what do we got about Red Dead 2 that's happened in the past week? you have week? an article? I do. Um, it's been delayed to spring Surprising. 2018. Son of a bitch. They just say spring. Don't Nobody spring. saw this coming. The Nobody did. Is it really that delayed, though? No. I mean, Spring 2018 is not... They're right fucking on schedule. They, right. announced, they announced fall, and I think I was just like, it's very soon. Yeah. Soon for them. Sure. Yeah, know. because their their cycle is an eight year cycle. That that's when GTA Five last came out was eight years ago. Uh, GTA Five came out in um, twelve, right? Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. It was in the fall of two thousand thirteen, but right. originally, uh, and then if you take that back, what? <clears throat> if you take that back eight years, what is that? Where's that put us at? No idea. Or you want me to just the math probably, of what? Probably eight, GTA Four or Red Dead One. Two thousand five, right? Eight no. years from twenty thirteen. Yeah. Would be 2005. That's when 360 came out. And Red Dead was a launch title? No. Near after a launch title? I guess they're not on an it was, No, they're yeah. not. It's, it's probably a five-year five five cycle. cycle. So they're late. Um, yeah, because it was GTA 4, then the expansions, then Red Dead, then its expansion, and then well, if it's GTA a, 5. If it's a five-year cycle and then like GTA five, 5 came out in 2013, they're on schedule. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they're they're uh, GTA Five was delayed like this. But if you think about what we're no a five year cycle between game titles, so I'm ta- I'm thinking to the date of Red Dead Redemption. I'm not thinking. Oh uh, well, no. I mean, they're real realistically they're on five year cycles for game development. Yeah, maybe. So I don't blame them for pushing it back. If anything, I'm I'm glad they pushed it back than releasing a piece of shit. Yeah. But if you think about what we're going to get with this game. From where they're at with GTA yeah. to now getting Red Dead, this is going to be a massive game. You know, it's going to be a massive sandbox like GTA Five is, right? Yeah. You would hope that they just mimic the online platform of GTA, but put Red Dead Two over it. Yeah. You know, so if that's the case, it is a massive game to develop. I'd like to say expectations are pretty high. They, Absolutely. They, they have a lot of. They have a lot of lots of proof. I think. Well, Red Dead was a was a critically acc- a critically acclaimed and player base acclaimed game. Like yeah. everybody loved that game. Yeah, it was had one great. of the highest rated expansions ever for a 360. That game. expansion was awesome. So it's, it's just like great. I don't. Th- there is a lot of hype to live up to, and I'd rather them push it back and push it back than get a game that's that's half baked. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I guess more to come on that. We Do don't we ever get more. a half baked game from Rockstar? Though? No. I, think that's usually, I, think I mean, that's I don't point. really play Rockstar games. The only Rockstar game that I've really ever played is GTA 3. You played a little bit of Red and Dead. And Red Dead. Red Dead with me, You know what I mean? Like, I haven't played... Yeah, and when I played Red Dead, it had already been out for fucking three years. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I bought a, I bought a Take-Two Interactive stock at $20.29 a share. Yep. And it is now $72.83 a share. That's crazy. <laughs> Hype levels are reaching critical I, mass. And I have a lot of shares. <laughs> It's oh, fucking great, man. It's awesome. Really, really. It's a good piece of stock, man. Yeah. yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know, Take Two Interactive owns Rockstar Games. Yeah. So. I actually, those few shares that I bought a Blizzard, 
Oh, did and you? Activision Blizzard. Are they coming we around? Um, they're better than they were because we were at a loss for a while. Yeah. I think they're up. I just, I let that loss go. I figured that. Oh, I mean, I only bought five shares. But they're up, I believe, right? a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Holy shit. I bought it at 39. They're fucking at 57 yeah. a share, dude. Because they, we were originally. What the fuck happened? We were originally at a. Well, Destiny Two just got announced. We were really at. We were at a three dollar mm-hmm. loss per share for a while. Yeah. Their their stock was down. But I digress. Um, we are getting. Is is the the full trailer for Red Dead or is that for Far Cry or next? Far chapter? Cry. Okay. So the next point we got, we got a tease trailer for Far Cry Five. Really weird teaser. Yeah. Really just teasing the location. Right, not even the in-game location. Like, it was just shots of... Shots of Montana. Yeah, I believe. Like, I literally thought, and I I remarked, that this could be just a teaser for Preacher. New season. It looked like it. That's not that church. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what? Weird. This is. It was really weird. There was some screaming. Yeah. It's bizarre. The guy running through the field. Kind of raging screaming. tied to the screaming? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't even know. Man. I know we just watched it, but yeah, no, I, and, and I don't most, remember the screaming. So <laughs> most of the games are generally set in the modern era, just in a remote place, right? So could this be like a play on like the modern era, like Fargo? Apparently, or, it's rumored that like a modern. You're it's a cult you're going up against. Of course, like a, like a Christian cult, Mormons or Scientologists, like who knows? Like it's some kind of probably fictional cult. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Some fictional cult. I'd love a play on the Scientologists. That'd be great. I'm sure they'll have some digs. Ubisoft. They got. They make jokes. They make jokes at their own expense and yeah. the expense of others. So that's fine. Yeah. So we'll get the full trailer for that uh, soon. Five twenty six. May twenty six. Yeah. You'll wow. So you'll, when when is this episode see. release? Uh, twenty twenty six. Oh, day of. Day of. Depending on when the trailer <laughs> releases and depending yeah. on when you're listening to our lovely voices, you Today. may have heard this Today. before watching it. So, yeah. so I'm excited. I mean, Far Cry 4 is a great game. I have not finished it, nor will I probably ever finish it, quite frankly. I finished it. But it, it is a good game. I, Far Cry, I couldn't finish it. The Far Cry series has always been great. I can't speak to Primal, but Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4 were great games. I hope they so I'm hopeful for this. I hope Man. they find some way to change up the gameplay because I played three and then when I played four it was just it it's the felt, same thing. It felt like more three. It was the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm did hoping guys, they switch it up a little did bit. Did you guys know there was a weird secret ending in Far Cry Four? I do, I, I did it. That, which is you You just in, wait you just wait for what's his face to come back. You wait for him to come back and then what? And then he, and can, he, we, can we can we oh just in case I ever finish it. Well it's it's no, an alternate ending. It. In the beginning, when you first wake up in front of the villain, I forgot his name. Oh, pa, pa, kind of Pagan Min. There you go. Min. There you go. Pagan you wake Min. up in front of him, and he, he goes, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right back. Don't go anywhere." And he just walks off screen. And this is when they give you control, and you can start the game. But if you wait there for like ten minutes, he comes back, takes you on a helicopter ride, and the game ends. I'm not gonna tell you where they go in the helicopter, but. That's interesting. Yeah, and yeah. then they the roll credits. Like, you don't even yeah, the, you don't the play anything. The people of the Far Cry Studios, yeah. as evident from them cre- creating Blood Dragon, right. um, are are clever. They're, they're yeah. clever. They get a lot of fucking weird shit that they do. That is mm-hmm. funny. Pretty cool. That is yeah. funny. And you pick it up as you're playing their games, but it's not more apparent than in Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon is just like them being completely explicit. Off the, off the rails, yeah. yeah. They were just like, fuck it. You know? which, I, like, which I enjoy. I dig a good off the, off the cuff. Yeah. 
comedy. That, that was really good. 80s style, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you watch, uh, I watched recently, actually, the um, behind the scenes with Michael Bean, the actor who played the voice of, of Rex Colt. Okay. And when he was in the recording sessions, they recorded some promotional stuff. And it's just the, the guy who's the producer belittling him and making him feel bad. He's like, this is how we really get our voice actors into shape. So <laughs> we get them in, in the in and he's the just like sitting there belittling them. It's really funny. Um, so this guy's definitely have a sense of humor over there. Good, yeah. you got it. Well, I'm excited for it. I mean, it, it seemed like this weirdly dark tr- teaser, but are you okay? Nathan? I'm fine. I'm just gonna sneeze. Okay. Why no, don't you just sneeze? Because I'm trying. I'm trying to get it out. It, it was. It was just stuck. It was stuck. We're just stuck. Leave him alone. Um, So, more to come on Far Cry 5. Uh, The next point is actually going to be an update around uh, IO Interactive. So, I know, Neo, you have the the actual tweet, but um, since the split from Publisher Square, which I didn't realize was a thing... Yeah, that was last week. That was last week, so that's that's why I didn't know that because I didn't listen to the episode. Um, Frankly, this is where I get my news from. (laughs) But, um, IO Interactive has officially laid off Team members. Well, let me read the. Mind if I read the uh, quote from them? Uh, Today at IO Interactive, we had to make some changes to our studio, which will allow us to be better equipped for our future adventures. We're sad that great talent and good friends will be leaving the studio. We are doing everything possible to look after everyone affected. Thank you for your support and understanding. So that's kind of sad. I don't want to speak for him, and maybe I am twisting my own memory of few conversations we've had about it. But my, and hopefully he'll be on an episode soon, my brother-in-law hated working for AAA Studios. He found it to be miserable and they treated everyone like garbage. Yeah, it's a, I hear it from the most part, um, it's a pretty like grueling It is. Job. And more to talk about when we talk about Destiny 2, I just watched the 40-minute interview with the two lead designers that looked utterly miserable when they should have been what excited. What were they talking about? We're talking about Destiny 2 with IGN. I had a... But uh, it was like right after their press release and you can see how they're like, mentally want, and they're physically like, I don't want to do this right are. now. Like, yeah. we're, dealing with, we're dealing with our company. So more to probably talk about with him, but like this goes to show that like this is a normal thing that happens all the time with in publishers. Yeah. In it does. Unless you're in a management type position where you're succeeding, you're, you're seen as just a... Is just a pawn. You work. You work long hours. You, you, you barely see your family. Someone like Deej. Deej is like. Deej is probably set. Yeah, like he's a different. Like he's, he's a commu- He's like the community manager for Destiny. He probably does nothing. He's the spokesman of the whole company. He's the face. Yeah, isn't like he's the yeah. PR. He's but the like PR you as like the guy creating the character models. No one gives a fuck about you. Yeah, no one. So like he might be able to fill in and read between the lines a little bit more, but I know. Like that's why he broke away and created his his gaming studio was because he just had enough of it and realized that that this was the time to try and do it. Which one was he working for? He um, worked for Saber, which created a lot of Xbox 360 titles. Mm-hmm. He also worked for a company that three four three contracted out to help finish up the Master Chief Collection. Oh. But I forget the name of that publisher. So he worked for for big game studios before, and he. Would get called and said he had to go to Russia, like on on a whim. It's not like he's going to like New Jersey. He's like going to Russia, and he would go for like weeks on end to go to their gaming to their studio that was based out of Russia. 
And it was just like shitty hours, to your point, like drop of the hat, have to do whatever. You got treated like garbage. So I, I think that type of thing, as sad as it is to see, and as, of course, how lovely they made it sound, our, our brothers and friends, you know. I think yeah, I got, I got this vibe. Business. Yeah. yeah. I got this vibe when I was in college. I was in a um, gaming industry class or whatever, and my professor, um, who was younger than me at the time, I think I was, yeah, he brought in a friend of his, and his friend was currently working for Redstone. Okay. Which is Ubisoft for for their um, their Rainbow Six series? Oh, okay. And um, he was telling us that, like he he's actually what I don't remember the name of the guy or anything like that, but like he was the one who kind of turned made me realize that there is nothing sweet and pleasant about working for a AAA studio. Like um, like he's like between me and you guys, man, I work crazy hours. It's not fun. I get okay money, but he and he also emphasized that one of the one of the biggest things that he fucking hates or hated that came up over the last couple of years is Metacritic. Mm. Because Metacritic is the thing that everyone stares at. Yes. Right, the week uh, bef- up until like after the game initial copies sure. go out. Yeah. That week between the game's release to the public and like you know the reviewers copies, stare yeah. at Metacritic and the the executives at these companies get super Super fucking crazy if your Metacritic score is like under an eighty-five. I think he, I think he said eighty-five or seventy-five. Which something above seventy-five is fantastic. Yeah, generally, yeah. Uh, imagine working, spending like two to four years of your life on this project that you've been working for in secret, and then the d- the day comes when you can finally show the world and let them get their hands on it, and then everyone goes on Metacritic and goes, "You suck. Your game sucks. Fuck you." How fucking how much developers, man? You gotta just like appreciate the amount of work they put in. I mean, like the publishers same, do some yeah. shitty things to games. Oh, I mean we've we've, you know I mean? we've trash talked like, companies right. about but releases when, of games and things like that. When we, ta- we trash talk companies, it's like we're trash talking the business. Sure. Yeah, like the guys who make the decisions that kind of ruin the game for yeah. a lot of you know people. Does it just give you a little bit of perspective on Zack Snyder now? Oh God! Yeah, like you heard what happened with yeah, that right? this week. Such a he's tragedy. Not, he's not doing the. He's not doing. Uh, he suffered oh, okay, a personal yeah. tragedy. No reason to go into detail on that right. with his family. Really, really. And awful. he was keeping. He was keeping it under the table for the last like three to six months, and he wasn't publicly stating anything about it. And then he finally said, went public with it. Said, "This is what happened in my family. This is what I'm dealing with. And I'm, I'm no stepping longer, down. I'm stepping Justice down League. from Justice League." And I saw jo- uh, and jo- Joss Whedon is now going to be the yeah. director of Justice League. And oh, the God. minute I what a guy, great. Yeah. But the minute this news comes out, I'm looking through like weird tweets and things like that. Oh, are people garbage. being assholes? And sure enough, somebody said, "Well, thank God that happened." <laughs> This Your comic personal, book characters are not as important as his personal, personal tragedy. tragedy. And some dickhead out there is like, by the way, thanks, th- thanks for that thing happening in your life. You know, yeah. so I can enjoy my two-hour movie. So I can enjoy my two-hour. Yeah, movie. I hope you, hope you, uh, sure, <laughs> choke on something. <laughs> It'd be fucking amazing if Justice League comes out and it's just like fucking waiting, like taking a dump, going, "Hey, bud, <laughs> this is what you get for fucking oh being a dick." <laughs> yeah, so it sucks that. Um, the people got laid off. Hopefully, they get picked up by some other studios. But uh, yeah, I think companies it's are always game. rotating people. You know, like yeah, that, tan- be, that be tangent. Fun. They was got skills. They got I'm, skills. Sorry, man. my tangent about the movie was that I, I didn't finish my point. My point oh. being is there's a lot of pressure in the game sure. industry. It, it's a giant machination 
to make a movie or a game. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that come together. And the reason why somebody like Whedon is a pro or even Snyder in his previous movies that he made is because they're coordinators. Yeah. They're not like, they're not like these auteur. We always picture them as like these people that do everything. Sure. It's so stupid. That's how they market them. That's how they PR it's a name. It's a face to the but they, product. The now. reason why a Snyder or a, uh, a Whedon are really talented people is because they're able to coordinate many teams of people to one single vision. You know, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of work. Like, I don't know shit about doing that. You know, it's like it's crazy. I, sure, that the kind of pressure you got to be under to do that, and for him to like bow out and say, "Oh, by the way, it's just a movie." You know, it's just a movie. I don't even need to do it. I'm not worried about it. I don't know if, if you fa- put it that way. He was I just thought, like, I think there was a literal quote where he said, "It's just a movie." Well, I uh, I did look, not see that. Can look it up. Well, somewhere out there, somewhere out there on the internet. <laughs> anyway, that was my point. Sorry. Sure. No, I, I mean it makes sense. I mean. I don't, like, the fact that we have a platform like Metacritic is a good thing. Right. You know, so I think, sure, the the bullshit of the internet and the trolls of the internet are always going to be there. That's what happens when you have some anonymous aspects of being able to say things without any direct repercussions. People act like dickheads. That, but, that wasn't his quote, by the way. What was it specifically? It, he didn't. He didn't say anything like that. It was like, I want the movie to be amazing, and I'm a fan. But all that pales pretty quickly in comparison. I know the fans are going to be worried about the movie, but there are seven other kids that need me, and in the end, it's just a movie. That's what I just oh, said. Okay, it's a great movie, but it's just a movie. In the end, it's just a movie. Yeah. It's a great movie, but just a movie. So he's still on board with his movie. Okay. Don't don't go back. It's just You're a movie. That's the words. Point. Right. Yeah. 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 No, but that's what he. That's what he said though. He said it's a great movie, but it's just a movie. Yeah, but he, he's not he's not arguing the point that it's a shitty movie and that's why he's bowing out. He's saying it is just a movie who right. gives a fuck in relation yeah. to what's happening in his right. life. No, in relation to exactly. his strategy. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think we're um, No, it's all good. I think... It, yeah, I, I, I guess it, we're, we're talking in circles. But I think the, the idea of, of executives being frustrated about the score of Metacritic... I mean, well, maybe they should reevaluate their structure of how they treat their employees, and maybe they'll get a better product. 100%. I 100% agree with you there. I mean, I don't disagree that we don't help. No. Like, as consumers, we certainly don't help No, especially, especially when we, like, scream into the void that is the internet. At right. Them, I mean, you know? if anything, we make it worse. We compound the problem. Right. But you should probably think about the way that you treat your people if you want a better product. Right. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Rockstar is a great example of a good product, good probably work environment. I don't hear any. They never close studios. Are you kidding me? Really? Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Uh, oh, this forced, is. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is something that we talked about on the show before. Oh, I'm sorry for bringing no, no, this But I, cool. I heard about this back. Go go back to my gaming class. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, the team the, of Rockstar San, Di- San Diego. Also 11 years ago. 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, a while ago. So it could okay. have changed. Had to, uh, the wives of the men who oh. were working there formed a petition trying to get their men home because oh they had been long overdue coming home. Oh, my God. When they were trying to make that game happen. like, And they sent it to Rockstar, and it ended up going public and shit. But, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Color right, me. Right, right now, as we speak, there are husbands who are not going home to their wives. But that's, like, <laughs> that's anywhere for mm-hmm. any high-pressure job like that. Like, people work days on end without going home. Doesn't necessarily mean the work environment was harsh. They right. had a deadline they were trying to meet. They didn't know they were going to meet it, so they stayed. Sure, 
we would all like to work eight hours and go home. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that the work environment is necessarily hostile, mm-hmm. just the reality of the situation. Yeah. But to your point, there have been way other developers that have come out into the spotlight about poor treatment, but Rockstar has not been Probably one. should have used like Naughty Dog as an example. Um, Naughty Dog had the issue with the voice actors. Yeah. But that was just voice. That was in, ge- in general voice actors. True, I guess it wasn't necessarily. For, that was like everybody was affected sure. by that. Yeah. I don't know. What the fuck do we know? Yeah, fair point. We're not. We're just, we're all right. <laughs> Any, we're not industry. Anywho. <laughs> anywho. Uh, so we each want to talk about a game we've been playing. Um, I know mine will be pretty quick because I just started it, but I wanted to talk about it. And then we'll go into Destiny 2. Uh, so yesterday, after I got my uh, Fios hooked up at my new place. Yeah. I wanted to... So right now, everything is in boxes. My computer room is not painted yet, so nothing can be set up in there. And I just have a couch, a coffee table, and a TV is the only thing that's hooked you up. You must in the be getting house. so much done. Not getting anything done. <laughs> no distractions, dude. Um, so I was, I was getting stuff done until my wife was like, I'm done doing stuff. I'm going to go hang out with my sister. And I was like, okay, I'm going to lay on the couch and watch TV. And then I got bored, so I hooked up my Xbox to the living room TV. And then I realized that I can't play anything, like, precision shooter-wise. Do you have the internet yet? Yeah, I got, yeah, the, I got the internet hooked up. Oh, you said um, that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't play on a couch across the room from a TV. Can't do it. Never will be able to do it. Not in regards to, like, a shooter. Mm-hmm. Won't work. I, tried, I launched one game of Overwatch, was getting smacked because I wasn't in front of my monitor, and I was like, I'm not doing it. So I looked at all of the games that I have, plenty of them, plenty of them I could start over and play. Wasn't feeling any of them. So I went into the backwards compatibility sale, which this ended that day. This process is hilarious. Which ended that day, and there came I'm the imagining game. you like wearing like, like, like chinos and like a, a wife beater, <laughs> scratching your fucking head trying to figure out what the I was wearing doing. sweatpants <laughs> and no shirt and moccasins, actually. Um, you homeowner, you. And... Uh, <laughs> So, I, yeah, I looked at all these games. I was like, I don't want to start Fallout again. I don't want to start Witcher again. Like, I have all of these titles that I can play, but I knew, like, I just wasn't feeling any of them. So I beat the first season of The Walking Dead, oh. Telltale, finally. That's taken forever. So Wasn't beat that, that good? It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> beat that, and then I was like, okay, want something else. So I went inside the store, and I went through all the 360 games. There was a ton. And then Lost Odyssey came up, which I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that title, but it's obviously a 360 title, JRPG, probably the most critically acclaimed RPG on the 360, JRPG at least. Um, And it was on sale for $4.95. Oh. So I bought it. I was like, why not? Even if I don't fucking play it, it's only $5. Because GameStop, Amazon, eBay all has this for like $30 plus to get the disc form. So I hadn't played it ever and i wanted to play it so i picked it up but the reason why i wanted to bring it up is because the cinematics the opening scene of that game which was probably about 10 to 15 minutes long war battle sequence what was the year of this game 2005 okay damn it's like a launch title yeah it looked incredible like it was it was dated don't get me wrong but to see this game that was clearly ahead of its time in far, as far as the sequences went, were fantastic. Now, when you got into the game world itself, clearly dated. Oh. At least what from what I was looking at. I didn't get into the oh. lush environments, but... Um, 
2008. Oh, 2008. I thought it said five for some reason. 2008. Um, it didn't look awful, but it wasn't as good as like a Skyrim or something like that as far as some of the graphics went. But I thought it was pretty incredible that a game that dated could be launched on, on the one. Odyssey? Pretty good. Lost, Lost Odyssey, yeah. A traditional turn-based sequence. Um, but it's it's pretty it's acclaimed as one of the best um, RPG uh, JRPGs and on Xbox no less and on Xbox yeah. Microsoft Studio published it yeah so you mentioned some of the um, the composer of the game it's Nobuo Uematsu yeah who's made some of the best he did Final Fantasy one through twelve yeah twelve so I which I'm really excited for. Um, yeah, that's the that's the uh, actual gameplay. The when the game first launched, I sat at the menu screen just listening to the the song, and I I didn't even realize I was doing it until about two minutes in. I was like, wow, I'm just listening to music at this point. What am I doing? <laughs> I got to actually start this. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's crazy to think that a a game like this I missed being being a fan of of JRPGs, but. Maybe more to come as I play it. They allow you to pretty... like, create a character and stuff. No, and you're playing a you're playing as a character. As a character, you're yeah. playing as a character. Probably that guy, huh? That guy is yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the opening sequence, I would say, watch if you have an opportunity, especially you, Neo, being a fan of these types of titles. It would oh, probably be good for you to watch at some point. You gonna stream? Um, maybe, maybe I can get yourself set up. Yeah, maybe I can. Yeah. So more to come on that as as I play it. I mean, I really don't have anything else that I've been really playing besides Overwatch. So. Uh, maybe I can continue. Yeah, they mentioned this with Blue Dragon a lot because Blue Dragon was the other popular JRPG. Yeah, but we, I did not like when Blue we Dragon. Started to mention it. That's Blue Dragon's artist is Akira Toriyama. Oh, really? The guy who does the Dragon Ball series. Right. Oh. Which is why when you brought up, I was like, you Oh, is like, that the Dragon yes, Ball one? I, did, I literally made that com- comparison in my right. brain. I'm, I wasn't mind, a huge fan of Blue Dragon. I never had an Xbox, so these two games never landed at my feet. Ever. Sure, of course. You know what I mean? So. Of course. Yeah, it's um, I'll I'll talk about it more, but I think that game on now that we're talking about Metacritic, let me see if it's on Metacritic because I'm now curious on what uh what the score was. Yeah, but I believe this has a themselves. pretty high score. At least it did on um, yeah, it's a 78 on Metacritic. Cool. Um, probably way higher on other user scores. I, I can't remember if he yeah. said 75 or if he said 85. I think it might have been 75. I think I was being too uh, liberal. Yeah, with I'm not that, sure. With that number. Sure. Yeah, I think it was 75. Well, people freak out if you give a game a six, so. In what? Anything. Just general. Just If it's a game you like and it's not reviewed well, people freaking lose their shit. What? Dude, Jim what? Sterling Jim Sterling gave Zelda Breath of the Wild, like, I want to say a seven or eight. And people like sending him death threats and like telling him he's an awful person because it's not a, he didn't think that their game was perfect. Death threats? Oh yeah, he made, dude. He did, a, he did a whole me? YouTube video on it. Like a guy can't fucking have an opinion people, or something, man. right? Fucking people. Jeez. Hey, seriously. So the the writer of this game was the writer of Final Fantasy one, two, uh-huh. three, four, and five. So all and the, Chrono all the, Trigger, all the sprite games. Oh shit. So uh, you might be in for a, an epic ride there. I Oh, and he made Super Mario RPG. Oh my god, I love that game. And Legend seven. of Seven Stars. He was the original story producer for Seven. Dude, this guy's a national treasure. And Tactics. It's not ending. Shit, Bushido Blade. Oh, he produced. He was an executive producer. He did Bushido Parasite Bushido. Eve, oh, Concept. 
This guy. This guy's done a lot. This guy has shaped my childhood on the PS1. That's exactly what he did. Help executive produce Kingdom Hearts. This fucking man. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's his name? Say his name. Um. Hiro. Hiron. Hiro Nobu Sakaguchi. Yeah. So. I hope I, th- that's one of the best things that they talk about for this game is the story more so than the game mechanics because it is just traditional turn-based. But hopefully I have more to talk about. But I digress. Let me pass it along to Felix Hergood who wants to talk a little bit about Injustice 2, right? Yeah, so I, uh, I went away. I was in Florida for a little bit. Oh, I was your frozen uh, on vacation. And it wasn't a vacation, but... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It was kind of like a... Well... I, we're going to see my grandmother. She's sick. Oh, I'm so, sorry. No, it's all right. Don't don't worry about it. Um, had a good time uh, uh, watching old eight millimeter films and uh, to uh, an oldie soundtrack. And I started off with a little help from my friends, but Joe Cocker from mm. uh, the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. I had to had to do it. Bring my family to tears watching old eight millimeter films. Sure. It was great. Anyway, um, when I got back from the trip, yeah. Uh, well, before I left for that trip. Injustice came to me, and I had the game, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, do I want to play it now? Nah. I don't want to be, like, if it's good, I don't want to, like, put it down. I figure the next time I stream, when I get back, I'll, I'll go that. and I'll do the whole story. So I did the whole story. I did a, a, a you can check out the VOD. on. on was it a one-day whole stream? Uh, it's a whole day stream. I, I killed it in six How many hours. hours is six six hours. hours. Oh shit! Yeah, so it took a while. It took a while, and that's from me dying every now and then. Like I did die, you know, lost fights and shit. Like they that. go like you can skip the, you can skip the fight if you want to just continue. Right? Do they do that? Uh, no. Die too much? Oh really? Didn't want to do that. This says. Oh, we, you well. Did you die a lot to the point where you had the option to skip? No, I mean I didn't die that that much. Okay. I mean it would say retry or it would say go back to the main menu. Oh, okay. That's okay. all all it ever said. Anyway, so I played through the whole story and I had a good time and everyone watched. I had a really active stream too. Good. At one point, I had like twenty twenty people nice. watching. That's great. Um, mostly on Twitch, which mm-hmm. was really cool, and I got a bunch of Twitch follows and some Beam follows too. So it was really cool. Um, couple things that I figured out about this game. So I didn't look at any of the menus until I was done the whole thing. All I did was go right to campaign, went right through it, played the whole thing. couple things. Um, there, I thought it was a really good story. I, hadn't, I didn't know anything about its primary source material it's based on. But I thought it was a really good story. I think if, if you're not familiar with, with DC comics or anything like that, you're going to go into this and you're going to get a great introduction to tons of characters. All the characters that nobody cared about in the previous game, they left out. And you, it, to the point where... Wait, they left out old char- like characters from the last game? Yes. So, to the point where people uh, would say to me, oh, well, they left out this character. And I would go, oh, yeah, that character was in the first game? Oh, yeah, that character was in the first game. And then I'm like, yeah, but that's a shitty character. No one cares. <laughs> like Solomon Grundy. Who gives a fuck? Oh, right. He was their Hulk. Right. So right. <laughs> Solomon Grundy was in the game. And uh, I said, well, this game pretty much has every character from the first one. And someone wrote in the chat. They were immediately like, Solomon Grundy is not in, that ga- not in this game and was in that He's game. probably not missed at all. And I go, who gives a shit about Solomon Grundy yeah. anyway? <laughs> you know, like there was a bunch of characters. This is other character, Raven, I'd never heard of when I played oh, the first Raven's game. Oh, Raven's not in it? Raven's on it. Dude, no. she's a Teen Titan. Uh, Raven's, oh yeah, she is a Teen Titan. Ra- well, anyway, Raven's not in it. Hawkgirl's not in it. There's a couple of characters not, that are not in it, but they brought in a bunch of characters 
my favorite character when I actually finally got to play um, the multiverse mode, which I'll talk about, and then the um, the individual like uh, playing online with people is Black Canary. Black Canary is by far my favorite character in the game. She's uh, very fluid. She's got a lot of martial arts moves, like yeah. almost like they mocapped an actual martial artist to, to do her shit. Like it was really cool. Uh, she does these like rolls. She does a bunch of grabs that pin people down and shit. Dude, and she's, she's top tier in in the uh, DC universe. Not to mention she can use uh, the canary call, mm-hmm. and you hit somebody with that, you let it go full. I actually got an achievement. This was crazy um, because I did the canary call and finished the match with the canary call, and it popped up an achievement. Finish the match with the canary call. It was it was oh, really funny. yeah, it was really cool. Is the canary call call her like ultimate move? Or is it no, just, no, it's no, just no. attack? No, it's, um, you know how when you play Injustice, you always have like this thing that builds up and then the meter, you can yeah. use it, the meter thing. Mm-hmm. Not the meter for the super. Not the super meter. The other meter, which is for like a special thing. Like Batman has those little like batarangs that, that fly, fly around, around him. Fly around them, yeah. Um, she has, you build up her canary call and she can, she can shoot it. And if you don't let it go all the way, it's not as powerful and it doesn't have as much range. Mm-hmm. But when it has a full range, it's the whole length of the map, basically, or the board, you mean. So when you hit somebody with it, wax them, and then knocks them all the way back over there. It's really, really a pretty cool move. But anyway, my point about the story is the story is actually based on the 2013 movie Superman Unbound by DC. Mm-hmm. Um, the only difference between that movie and this is there's a bunch of extra characters that help Superman and Supergirl to defeat Brainiac. So Brainiac is the villain in this. Brainiac is the villain in that. Without getting too spoilery, isn't Superman a bad guy in Injustice? Superman is is a bad guy. Yeah, because they weave it into the previous Injustice story. Right. Um, which I thought was like a, 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 a almost like a rip from Crisis of in, on yeah, Infinite, Infinite Earths. Earths. Yeah, exactly. So, which was another DC animated movie. So you have you have Superman when it starts. You have Superman in like a cage. You know, in prison, he's prisoned up. Mm-hmm. And um, the rest of the team are trying to stop Brainiac instead of what it is in the movie, where it's Superman trying to solve the problem. They just replaced Superman trying oh, to with, solve with the, the problem Justice with, with the Justice League and the other people who are part of, like, the coalition or whatever, trying to solve the problem. Yeah, like Harley Quinn's good. And, and there still and are there still are the, the faction created in the first one. Those characters are still factioned out, off. And, like, for instance, the Flash got, like, a pardon. And he's, mm. like... A, Green Lantern? Uh, Green Lantern comes in in the middle, and I can't remember the reason why he even came back. He turned into a Yellow Lantern in the first game. And he was not a Yellow Lantern when you meet him in this. Oh, okay. He's a Green Lantern when he finally well, comes in. the The first story. game had... It was it was a parallel world. Yeah. yeah they, so they don't do any of that in this. No parallel world in this. No. Okay. I mean, you're just in the alternate is, world. Is Nightwing still in it? Nightwing is in it, but he's Damian Wayne. He's da- okay, so that that tells me which world it is. So it's the alt world. So there is no Joker. There is no Joker, and Harley Quinn is a good girl. is a good girl. Yep, yep. Um, I'm just trying to remember the first the first story where everyone ended up at the end yeah. of the game. But okay. the loose plot, the loose plot of this story is Superman Unbound, which is based on the 2008 Brainiac story uh, called Superman Brainiac. Basically, okay. Which reintroduced that character and is is what people who read comics today know to be Brainiac, basically, because right. Brainiac has changed over the years. But this is the the 2008 Brainiac is the Brainiac. 
that's been introduced. Can I can I tell you something funny? Go. You know how I wanted to. I, I've been talking to you a lot about this, like oh, a few months ago. I want to. I wanted to rewrite Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I my version of Batman vs Superman would have Brainiac would have Brainiac in it and have Lex Luthor uh, being the liaison between the White House and Brainiac while Superman and Batman have to come to terms with each other, yeah. being in each other's way, to fight Brainiac and Lex Luthor. Yeah. That was my um, idea. But, um, hmm. so the story was good and everything like that, and then I watched Superman Unbound after I finished the story, after I finished the stream that day. And then I went back in that evening, and I decided that what I will do is I'll check out the rest of the menu system. And that is when I got addicted to this game. Oh, shit. Just, just you know, playing the story like I did with Injustice 1, I basically, with Injustice 1, threw away all the other crap they did for the multiplayer. By the time I played Injustice 1, there was no multiplayer. There's no one online playing the game. What I got to experience with Injustice 2 is a fully developed online um, play system that doesn't sit there and wait. I don't have to wait for a person to load. It just matches you. Forever. It just matches you, like, instantly. There's so many people out there playing the game right now. It's great. Um... I could really get into playing. I could really get into playing this game as very similar to what you like out of Overwatch. Lock. Why do you like Overwatch so much? Why is it easier to play Overwatch for you in your complicated life right now? Uh, I mean, there's instant gratification. I could play one match in ten minutes and feel exactly. Sure. So what? Lo- what Lock's comments echo are similar to what I'm saying. Um, I could play one or two matches of Injustice and then call it a night if I want. Um, I did it last night. I played two two or three matches of Injustice, and then I just went to bed. Did a little quick fix, and and, I, and it's cool, and it tracks a lot of stats. And the coolest thing is the character customization part of the game, yeah, uh, which, which I thought is very similar to um, the recent Assassin's Creed um, game, the Assassin's Creed Syndicate, okay. uh, and Unity, where you have all these different pieces of armor that you can add to the characters. You get skins. There's all different types of skins that you can get. They came with the game, Ooh. with the core game. Is Green Lantern? I'm um, sorry, Green Arrow still in it? Green Arrow's absolutely in it, but I don't know. Do, you know it, what I'm going to ask? It, I don't know if it has the Oliver from uh, the TV show. Oh, okay. I don't right. know. He could be unlocked again. And then my next question is going to be, did they put the Flash in there? Or the question is, no. For Flash, the exclusive skin for the Flash is Reverse, reverse Flash. Flash yeah. So he's totally in there. When you put that on, I don't like those as much, those skins. I really liked that they had the TV show Green Arrow in the game as a skin. Well, it's possible they and can they do it. they recorded his voice, it's too. It's possible they can do it with uh, Leonard Snart, because Captain Cole oh, is in this game. That's crazy. Um, but, that, but you know what they did for him? Uh, you just get Mr. Freeze. You unlock eventually. You un- it's an alternate skin is Mister Freeze. Yeah, the alternate skin for Captain Cold really is Mister Freeze. Now it's I don't really know clever. what the nine. I know there's some speculation on what uh, they've announced some of the nine characters, but Dark Dark Side is not a character that's included in. He's the a pre order bonus, right? He's a pre order bonus. I had to buy him for five bucks, so I ha- yeah. So I have I paid for Dark Side. I have him. Um, I have the ultimate. So this uh, is a shit that pisses me off, Locke. I'm all right with it. Uh, I'm not. But go on. <laughs> I have the ultimate edition, um, so I'm going to be getting nine extra characters. Right. I think three of them are Red Hood. Yeah. And yep. who are the other two? Uh, Sub Zero. Sub Zero. Uh, they showed a picture. Female character. I don't remember, but the picture know. they showed it, it showed the first three, and then behind them were shadows. Yeah. So I think one one person called out Raiden was there. 
uh, Black Manta from the Aquaman mm. stories. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I don't remember what else. This was like two weeks ago. It's going to be pretty neat. Five dollars um, for a single character. Yeah, but it's Dark Side Lock. It's Dark Side. It's Dark Side. It's actually a really cool. He's a really cool character I know, to play with. He's yeah, I know. <laughs> he's he's crazy. He's like he's like the big big bad. Five dollars. Right. Let's. That's cool. Right. I get it. Like he's a cool character. Cool. It's five dollars. It's five dollars. Is that one character a tenth of that game? Is it, is worth one tenth of the full price of that game? No. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say he should just been in the damn game. Uh, considering that we get well, free Brainiac is in Overwatch. The, Brainiac is uh, thirty, and that game is forty dollars. Right. Yeah. Brainiac. The cool thing is, I mean, there's a story. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a story. There's a story in Injustice. There's other other games and modes and stuff. I'm sorry. You I'm, gotta give I, Injustice listen, that credit. Sure. I'm I'm just a hater of fighting games I'm, in general. I'm a hater of the way they monetize fighting games. Sure. I don't that, disagree that with shit you. Bothers me. Sure. I don't. I'm sorry. Well, you could look at it this way. Yeah. <laughs> you could look at it this way. What comes along with Dark Side? Is the world the 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 board? Oh, you get a map. So, so it's a map. You're paying five bucks for a map. You get apocalypse. <laughs> sure, man. I mean, whatever way you have to rationalize it to feel good, that's fine. I I uh, I, I get it. I buy. I've bought stupid shit before too. I went and bought five yeah. loot boxes the other day. I get it. I but I don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's stupid. <laughs> the game, but like, you, but someone might. But someone like, like yeah, he might. He there's might the find anti me right now you know, saying like, like, why the fuck you buying shit in Overwatch? <laughs> right. So I get it. I'm here to remark that you don't have to pay five dollars for of Dark Side. Of course you don't. But then you, you don't, don't get Dark Side. Listen, you don't have to pay for the Ultimate Edition, and there is enough of a game there. Right. There's an internal currency system. There's enough of a game there. To enjoy yourself playing just right. Injustice without it. I was really surprised at how much of a currency system it is. And this customization of characters thing, you spend time leveling up all the characters. And I think each character you can level up 20 levels. Mm. So you'd be spending, you, there's a lot of characters in this game, and every character has a, a, a bunch of unlocked special moves that you can unlock over awesome. time. But the um, loot, though, I, I heard that the loot was actually like stat based in some way. Yeah, so when you fight now, it's all numeric stats. You get um, points for doing special moves and doing certain things like environmental kills. Uh, oh, okay. Not environmental, like like hitting somebody with a TV or something. Yeah, throwing a car. Yeah. yeah, like all that stuff gives you uh, points. So you get like style points. You get points added to your overall rank, and then you get points added to your character rank. So it doesn't affect the balance of the fighting that much. Would, well, you, would you say? You mean the armor and stuff? Yeah, like the stats, the, the bonuses think, that you get from the armor. I think they are. So if Because were, I added armor to my character on something I couldn't complete. I was a level two. Mm-hmm. And the the thing I was trying to defeat was in this um, game mode, the single player game mode called the multiverse, where you go to a planet and fight a certain amount of heroes on each planet. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's five, sometimes it's ten. It's like the Mortal Kombat tower. Kind of like the towers, um, but they call it the multiverse, and you can earn in it if you play that as opposed to going out and fighting real people. If mm-hmm. you know, So you can either play this game multiplayer and fight real people and earn, or you can go to the multiverse and thing and play that and earn and just fight at AI. Um, but I was really... Um, oh, fuck. I, thought, I lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. God damn it. Um, I was talking about, uh, fuck. You're talking about the armor, we were talking about... Well, I was, I, 
it's never coming back to me. <laughs> anyway, the point I'm getting at is there's there's a, a, a really great um, currency system, and there's a lot of things. You, oh, sorry, I was level two. You and found I go, it. I go in. Yeah, I found it. I was level two. I go into this level five thing, and I was having a lot of difficulty on the last. I had to fight five. Uh, characters in a row, and I get to the fifth one, and he was really hard. I was fighting Cyborg, and I was Black Canary. So I earned from the other four characters different armors to raise her up and make her better. And sure enough, I said, fuck it. Let me go back, go in, add the armor correctly to the character so that the character has it in her loadout. And then when I went back in and fought that guy, I had to start the whole thing over and fight all five of them over, or all, all the first four over again. But when I go and I finally get to him, I was much better, I was more prepared to fight him and defeat him, and I was able to do it. Wow. So it's cool, and I was three levels lower than that. My Black Canary was like level two, and he was he was level five, so. Very was, cool. But actually, by the time I get to him, I think I was level three, or maybe pushing toward four. But I still had the armor on and everything like that. And that gave you the edge. It gave me the edge, and then I was able to defeat him. Um, I like to randomize I like playing other players, too, mm. although I don't find that as rewarding as just playing by myself. I, I'm always just a fan of playing with your friend next to you. Those, yeah, games, those that, games are more fun when you're like sitting next to the guy you're and playing I pl- with. I plan to do that on the stream. Cool. I plan to have a stream or two where someone comes over and sits, sits with me. I'd as love, you can see, I'd love I now to have play two, it. I have two uh, microphones, so... If you come over and sit on the stream, you can... Oh, we're still doing our metal... You're not off the hook on Metal Gear yet. I know, I'm but I got, I got a second microphone, so if we ever, you know, stream together... Hell uh, yeah. You'll have a microphone. I like it. I dig it. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. But that's my Injustice spiel. I'm sorry. I'm writing another post about... I'm writing another open comment about the FCC right now. Oh, thank oh, you. Good. Sorry, thank I, you. I just kind of... I tuned out when you were... Before the show, were, I did mention... When you scrumming about Injustice, I tuned out. I'm sorry. You can tune out. Before on, the... Sh- on, Injustice. You don't no, like I was, fighting no, games. No, I was listening, but then you, you got kind of nerd scrummy, so I tuned out. We did. We did. I, I mean, I, I love comics in DC, so no, I, I, I don't nerd scrum. I'm just letting you know that that's not my thing. I tuned out before a bit. the before the episode. I was telling I was telling well, you guys when Locke how I was <laughs> like crazily texting, uh, tweeting about the FCC before the show. What happened? Can I curse? Will they not take me seriously if I curse? Don't Probably make not. it. You got you to sound as you got to make it sound as real as possible. Don't don't use any canned messages because a bunch of bots are breaking. I know this is not on our our list, but a bunch of bots have been bombarding the FCC and and saying they're for net neutrality. They're for taking down net neutrality, essentially. Oh. So um, this guy put up a, a website called uh, Comcast. Comcast. Oh my god! We have a bookmark. So Comcast is hiring a bunch of fucking no. no I'll tell you what's going on. Companies to hang on, hang on. I'll tell you what what's going the on. Fuck is going on? Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's such a rabbit hole to dive down. I don't know if we even have time to dive into it, but uh, let me just, just give me the gist. All right. So essentially, here we go. Comcast is trying to censor censor a pro net neutrality website that calls for an an investigation into fake FCC comments, potentially uh, funded by the cable lobby. The, the website is comcastroturf.com. And you go to this website, and that website will, you type in your name, and it will tell you if your name is being used as a fake name, a fake entry for net for dismantling net neutrality. Wow. And support. And then as, you, as whatever, the FCC chairman came out and was like, we're going to take all comments into consideration. 
and pretty much saying that he's they're not going to look into fake comments of that of that nature. Okay. And you look at the comments, and they all say the same canned message. It's so it's, it's ridiculous. There's, I got a post I can send you, but I'm just. And I'm like tweeting away earlier, like like oh my god, the fucking FCC is going to take our dogs and they're going to they're going to shoot them. When are they? Uh, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. Is like, there I'm, some? I'm, fl- I'm flipping out about it. Is there some? Well, like, thing were you were you were, were you aware of John Oliver from yes. last? He created we, that thing. We talked yes. about this on the show, right? Yeah. So I filled that it. out. Yeah. Now, since they ruled that they're in favor, so the first the first proposal has now oh. moved. So now you can do the same thing again. Oh, I see. And fill it out to say you're against it. So there's a there's a there's a link in the, the Verge article that wrote about this to say click here walks you the same. It's the you're same say, thing. You're saying they moved in the direction of dismantling net neutrality. Well, they're they're looking to move it away from Title II, which is essentially dismantling net, net neutrality. The cocks, all of them. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's jackals. just. So do you think that is this is this nice enough? I said, I believe in true net neutrality, not the reclassification of our internet service providers to be moved away from the current classification of Title II. To be clear, I am strongly against the FCC ruling to move internet service providers to a less stringent classification under Title I, but wish to keep it under Title II. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Okay. Free, open internet is a good internet, people. I just want to make that very clear. There is n- nothing... And, and I think the most ironic, th- ironic thing about Comcast going after this website, ComcastRoadTurf.com, they're going after it because it, it directly goes against their, their wants of dismantling the neutrality, if that makes sense. So they're, and they're, they have no basis. Like Just because it says ComcastRoadTurf in the title doesn't give them any basis uh, for taking fuck? it down. They're not just, their, name, their name being used is not, is, is, does not matter. Um, but yeah, so. Right, sorry, I know I, we I, I I brought us on our uh, tangent, but so yeah, I just I just did that. Uh, so did you, you want to talk, talk about, about prey? I and, absolutely do. Yeah, so we're we're right about what the forty minute mark at this point. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, because yeah, we were right. probably talking for a little bit. Trying yeah. to get ready. Okay. Just trying to keep track of where we're at. That's all. Guys, been playing a butt ton of prey. Prey, tell me about so it. much prey, and I even took notes, mm. so I could I could. Get my thoughts in on on my mouth, if that makes sense. Anyway, let's hear about it. All right, so it's a pretty cool game. I was very excited for it earlier in the year when I was talking about it a whole bunch. Um, I'm into those shooters that are like kind of like edgy, like your Bioshocks and your Half Lifes and your so am I. You know, all those like kind of not military style, if that makes sense. Like I right. like I like the really out there shooters. Um, this is essentially um, Bioshock and Half Life in space. It's, 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 your character is silent, silent protagonist, um, and all the abilities are very, very much like, you get your psi moves, you can, you can throw fireballs, you can throw electricity, you can control items in, in the floor, you can hack turrets, you can hack, you know, panels, you can do all kinds of stuff, um, like that. Um, the first gun you get is a glue gun, G-L-O-O. Um, and the cool thing about the gun is, is it, it's a, it fires like a, do you ever see like those like foam, like, you ever watch them, you know, you ever see Demolition Man? Yeah. You know, when the car crashes, crashes and, and it gets all that it foam, yeah. it's like that, but it's like a hard foam and you can shoot it at enemies and they'll freeze the enemies and you can whack them with your wrench or you can shoot 
objects on the wall. You can stop fires from from spreading. Hmm. You can shoot objects on a wall and then walk on this to reach out of reach places. So like if you see an item above hmm. somewhere you can't reach, you'll you'll walk. You can like fire your glue gun up to the side and climb up to a higher area. Kind of cool. Um, in the early game, they don't they don't give you any of the side uh, abilities to like three hours into the game. Um, but in early game skills are like you get better healing because you'll dig through the trash like in a Bioshock game, and you'll keep trash in your inventory and then you'll eat it when, okay. you, when you need it. You got a quick sure. you got a quick button for just like getting quick health. Why do you what are you eating in the trash? In Bioshock Infinite, you would like look in trash cans and stuff, and there'd be like a half eaten hot, hot dog, and like your character oh. would just quickly like eat it and get health back. That was okay. like a mechanic of the game. Right. Yeah. Um, so you get you get that. damage reduction, you get item potency for like healing, um, hacking, engineering, and these are these are the skills I went for through first because I wanted to be able to hack any terminal, break into any door, and I wanted to be able to get any turret so I could set up and they can cover me. Um, enemies get progressively harder throughout the game, and it's it's at a point now where at first I was like, oh, this isn't like a survival game or anything. This is just your right. your average like Bioshock ish style shooter. But as the game has been progressing, I'm like, I want to say I'm like 10 hours into the game now. Um, ammo becomes harder to come by. Of course. And the enemies are keep getting harder. Mm. So it's becoming like a, a slowly a slow balance in their favor. Like before, early game, I was like mowing everything down. It was right. like easy breezy. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, but so the story is kind of cool, but I don't think it's that great. But it's kind of cool. Uh, <clears throat> essentially, the game starts out with a kind of a, a weird twist. The, game, the twist comes early, essentially, okay. like within the first like, let's say within the first forty minutes of the game. Wow. Um, but it all break. I'm not going to give it away, but it all comes down to you lost your memory, and you're the vice president of this space station. Okay. That accidentally opened a dimensional rift. Across the galaxy to another part of the galaxy, and let all these crazy aliens in. And your brother wants to not. He, he wants to study them and, and whatever. But the space station's already been dis- like it's already been like already, everyone's dead, right? You know, and like you can go to any security terminal and you can see like the personnel list, and you can see who's dead, who's alive. Oh, and, that's cool. And you can actually find the, their bodies. It's like part of the an objective. It's like is, a side quest. A side objective is find. Everybody's body, right? Um, and they all have items on them, so sure. it's cool. so it's always a good thing. But yeah, and your brother like, and you was, you programmed a ro- a a robot, right, to hold your memories for you because you you willingly give your memories up. Mm. You don't, I don't know why yet. Don't know why yet. But she essentially says you programmed me to wipe your br- brain so we could stop your brother somehow and blow the space station up. And the space mm. station, by the way, orbits the moon. Doesn't orbit Earth, so it's kind of because in the background you see the moon like right there, and then you see the Earth is like all the way. Oh, that's cool. Back, um, you're playing it on PC, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'm playing. How's the PC. graphics on it? It's very good. It's yeah. not like spectacular by, sure. any, by any sense, but it's it's pretty it's spacey enough for me, you know. Okay. Um, the atmosphere is okay. I can use a little bit more smoke effects, but you know, whatever. Yeah, what Just kidding. Do? What do you mean to do about it? Um, a little uh, little lens flare. No lens he's, flares. He's a little... Uh, no JJ. No JJ. No little JJ every time. Loaded in lens um, flare time. So this is... It's actually an alternate future. Okay. In. So JFK does not die. Mm. So there's like a... Early in the game, you walk through a museum part of... Stephen King wrote about this. Yes, he did. Mm. Well, yes. JFK 20, didn't die. 11, 22... Did you read the 63? Yeah, you finished it, though. I read it before you did. <gasps> 
He does, Bernie. Anyway, what? At the end of the book, he does. Yeah, but I'm just. You just gave it away. Everyone just got spoiled. No, I'm kidding. I'm just saying he wrote an alternate, like he wrote an alternate yeah, 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 timeline yeah, 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 of JFK yeah, yeah. not dying. Right. This is if that were to continue. Right. I was just okay. making a fucking. So joke. sorry. The, the way the, the history goes in this is JFK doesn't die, ends up um, striking a deal with the Russians that never happened, where they were the Russians instead of the Cold War happening, the Russians and the Americans team up and advance their space program together. And they create the space station that eventually gets shut down in, like, the late 90s. It gets shut down in the late 90s, but it comes back in, like, the early 2000s. And what, what do you guys, is this, you guys I are have, looking? No, I'm not on the same page as him. No, but, I just, I remember. Oh, he, he oh remember. Stephen yeah. King, okay. Yeah, that, that wasn't what I was thinking. Right. Got it. So, um, we'll talk later. The space station opens up with the company that you run. You, you're the vice president of this company who essentially takes the space station back because it's abandoned. You And then you start your scientific experiments there, which end up augmenting your body. Mm. So this is where these psychic powers come in. Okay. Because you get a whole... They go like four hours into the game. They're like, oh, by the way, here are your psychic powers. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, I got to gotta rethink the way I've been leveling up now. Right, sure. And... Um, yeah, you get like crazy powers by you get a little little headset thing that you pull down mm. and you examine uh, humans. You examine all the different types of monsters there are. So, is there anything alive on this space station besides you and aliens? Your brother is your. You do run into a bunch of Got survivors. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, right. um, I ran into a chef who is who is faking being the head chef of the space station. Essentially went crazy and got jealous of the head chef. Took his identity. And he <laughs> tried to kill me by locking me in a freezer. Like, I knew he was fake because you, you pick up all these tapes in the space station. And it was like, one of them was like him ranting about the head chef. And then it turns out he killed him and it took his identity. Something like that. Are you experiencing the bugs with the game? No. There is something going on with it, but I think it's just my computer being being stupid. Oh, okay. Um, like the game will just like minimize randomly, but I'm like, I think I need to, I need to like take some time and look at my machine. Oh. But um, I don't think that's the game. But no, it hasn't crashed. Um, it looks good. So like, maybe the other people who are having problems are just uh, overworking their machines. Maybe oh, my machines just kick ass, I guess. But um, I've seen it. A lot of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of problems were like the save files are being corrupted. It's a risk I guess I take every time I boot the game up, but eh, you know, yeah. if it happens, I'll just go back to Final Fantasy fourteen. It's not a big deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to finish it though. Um, anyway, uh, just to finish this up, I guess uh, there's a whole bunch of cool systems in place. Um, like you'll collect junk, expand your inventory. Uh, the guns are are all upgradable. Like they all have stats you can level up, and you'll find up weapon upgrade stuff. Um, it's pretty fleshed out Bioshock light. Not light. It's just like another. It's another Bioshock like game, pretty much with all crazy abilities. I can become a cup and roll around to get into hard to reach places that I can't get to. There's anti grav sections where you're where you're like going outside the space station and fighting things outside the space station. The enemies are are morphers, and they will morph into items in the world and then just jump out at you when you walk by it. But you can tell because there will be two of the same item next to each other. Usually, that's a good tell. And um, you gotta figure out which one. Yeah, it is. and then they'll like kind of vibrate, like they go, yeah, I got and it. then you acquire their abilities by scanning them. 
and you can upgrade into their abilities, which is kind of crazy. Some of the enemies. Some of the enemies. Yeah, there's one enemy called the Poltergeist, which will create like a grav lift below you, which is a useful skill. Like, he actually doesn't hurt you. I just beat him with my wrench because I don't need to waste ammo on him. But he's invisible and he'll run around trying to lift you to the ceiling. But once you scan him enough times, you'll be able to unlock that ability. And then I can you put a lift on the ground, and now I can reach higher places. I can I can get around. Better. Oh, it makes the game more vertical. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I always like that. You'll get you'll get like uh, things you upgrade are like your speed and your your stamina and your health, and like you'll you'll get faster and stronger, and the ability to like be mobile around the space station. Cool. It's pretty cool. Um, what else I got? Yeah. Well, that, that's larger, definitely larger. coming from their experience working with. Um, uh, Dishonored. Dishonored. Yeah. yeah. I would say. I would say. Um, the junk that you collect can be thrown into like a junk processing machine. Converse the junk into materials that let you create ammo, create guns. Like if you want... And that's coming from Bioshock. Very, yes. Because you would go to that vending machine. You go to the vending machine, you bullets. Yeah. And... But these are like like processing machines. Like, you know, like you'll... like an, And then you have like the Star Trek materializer that'll like just make items for you. Oh, wow. Um, well, I don't know what else there is to say about it. It's it's just a fun game, and I was looking. It was one of the games I was looking forward to this year. I like space. I like <laughs> Bioshock. I like all those things. So it's just more. I guess they people were calling it the System Shock successor, which is mm. early Bioshock, like before right. Bioshock was. Oh, like like this is the actual game, not Bioshock. Spiritual quote quote successor. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone from System Shock worked on it. I'm just saying. Oh. Okay. They, they were if the influence is there. From System Shock. Um, it's really fun. I suggest everyone play it. If they like... Semi-scary... Not that scary. Semi-lonely space shooting powers. Aliens. Speaking of space and aliens, we have Destiny 2. Yes, we do. Oh, look at that transition. Slid it right in there. Mm. I'm the huge Destiny fan. I basically helped you... F- Found a podcast <laughs> just so where talk we about were Destiny. just talking about fucking Destiny, and I didn't watch any of that shit. What uh, happened? So, okay. So I watched... I was not able to watch the live stream, because I was painting and packing and a bunch of other bullshit, but... That's all shit. I did go after and watch, like, the opening sequence. I read a lot about it. I watched interviews with the developers... So, there is a lot of information out there right now. I mean, mm-hmm. there are. There, there is. Um, I guess we can go through our initial thoughts. Uh, Neo and I can go over our thoughts and talk about things that I'm disappointed oh, with. Things. You, you, you checked I watched, it out? I watched uh, the stream. Trip and Neo watched the stream as it was happening. I watched some of the rebroadcast. Yeah, oh yeah, you were some of the stuff. you were texting, I was texting us as yeah, it yeah. was happening. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, so we that's we how see... I have all my information. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so we see uh, the sequence that they showed was the attack on the tower. Sounds like the opening of the game, which well, which the game opens which anyway. so listening to the IGN developers, it is not the beginning of the story nor the end of the the opening mission, but a pre-constructed middle slash. Like third of the of or second second two thirds of the the original the the first mission, but it's the attack of the tower, the cabal dismantling the tower, and you your character fighting with Zavala, and uh, Zavala's running with you, and Zavala throws up his bubble, his Titan bubble, and his Titan bubble is like the master of all bubbles, 
you know. Um, so it's a great, it's a fantastic opening sequence. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? So this, you're saying this is like a um, cinematic. This is a cinematic. It was a cinematic. And oh, then I saw this. It cinematic. transitions. Yeah, they transitioned into gameplay from after that scene. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't see a transition into gameplay. I just so you watched the opening saw Zavala throw up his uh, giant bubble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we know now, um, there is no crossplay. Each uh, platform is independent from one another. Uh, I have made the decision after talking to you guys, what? Uh-huh. and then talking to my Xbox friends, Dude. that I will be buying it on both platforms at launch. Oh, damn. I will be mainly playing it on Xbox. Okay, but I will play with you guys whenever we can run a four-person fire team. But I will not be maining PlayStation. I am only buying it so I can play with you guys. Okay, because I have no other desire to play it on PlayStation. But I have to do that for us. Yes, I do. Well, that means I gotta buy it on two consoles. No, you you do, you do not have to buy it on two consoles, but I will. But I just want you to know that I will not. If you guys get like ahead of me because you're playing on PlayStation, unless we're running a four person or a three person, I am playing on Xbox because that's what I want to. Because I'm gonna be maining Crucible on Xbox. Okay. Um, just throwing that out there because I went back and forth, and Drew texted me, and he's like, "So the PC version does not have a release date." Right. Oh. Well, there's some so big they, news surrounding the PC version, too. There's a lot of stuff to talk about the PC. We, we can talk about that. But the PC will not be launch launched day. at launch day. So anyone that's a huge Destiny fan is going to buy it on a console as well if they decide to play on PC as well. Mm-hmm. So Drew, of course, getting it for Xbox, talked about that depending on how far out the PC launch is that he might not even pick it up on PC and he might just be playing it solely on Xbox. So he's talking about Crucible, all of this stuff, so he got me hyped to want to buy it for Xbox, so I'm going to just buy it for both. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I spent $280 on the last one. (laughs) And what might end up happening is if I buy it for both, uh, like I'll just buy vanilla, I'll buy DLC and all that for Xbox, and then if we end up playing a lot together then maybe I would buy the expansions. It depends. I don't know. But I will, because I committed to playing with you guys, buy it for both consoles. Um, so, so that's, I it, think that's the, it for Destiny 1. It's done. Destiny 1 is done. Bury it. It's, it's done. Bury it. No. <laughs> There's no reason to, to continue with Destiny 1. Uh, but the story is, of course, continuing. So we know the first raid is going to be a Cabal raid. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what... That's the, the one that they've been we talking get, about for before, like, what... A while since the beginning. Before we get too far off off here, I think I, want, I just want to point out the best thing I liked about that opening cinematic that they showed us yeah. was the fact that I saw the characters doing things, characters that I I've seen in the tower, NPCs, NPCs, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. and I'm like, wow, I could I finally am actually seeing something happen in Destiny. Well, what's interesting is they brought that to light with. Um, Taking King. Taking King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you saw something, but not as much as you do with this release. Right. I mean, and I, I'm a year one player, and we don't, we didn't get, you didn't shit. get any of that. We didn't get no. shit. Yeah. So, and the developers made that very clear. So the two lead developers of this of this game had to sit down with the two uh, leads of the IGN Fireteam podcast, which is the IGN Destiny podcast. So they interviewed them right so after have, the release. They have a Destiny podcast. It's called Fireteam Chat. That's all they talk about. All I talk about is Destiny. Every week? Every week. 
Okay, go on. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, try to be crazy, but go so on. I used to. I, I mean, I used to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of people who are huge fans of Destiny, that's all they listen. to. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, not, not to he's, he's remarking it. How do you keep talking week over week? About uh, yeah. How like like oh well, guys, they, they get guess in, what well, I did no, in the in the Tower of Glass? They this get week or inside information. See that? Of course, as an industry leader sense. of IGN, they that, have things to talk about. But and they talked about knowing how important this story was going to be to launch. So things they teased at. Since we'll first talk about story. Um, biggest story to date, which is not talking about much. Like, they kept using the word to date. Like, this is like a fucking, like... No one's done a story in a video game before. Like, right. Like, to date, you've been around for three years with Destiny. What do you mean, to date? You've had yeah. one game. But anyway, they say bigger than any other Destiny story they've produced. Longer. They made it clear that side quests are going to be huge now. Meaning that one person may do one story mission and get pulled to do a side quest because they want to learn more about the lore. They got rid of the grimoire cards. No more grimoire cards. Everything is going to be in the world. Every lore thing is going to be into the world. So what I imagine when listening to this is your typical open RPG. I go into a town, I do a story mission, and then fuck. I can't leave the town because there's like 12 things to do. So they mentioned those are things that are going to be happening very frequently. A lot of icons on the fucking map. Yes. Holy uh, shit. They mentioned... How many icons are you looking at? 28? Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot. Um, but they mentioned how important the story was. And I think from what they showed with the opening sequence that I think... I'm feeling hopeful for the story that we're going to get at right. launch. It sounds like they're, they're putting the story forward right. more than they did in the past. Well, because I think they figured out the gameplay. They figured out the mechanics. Oh, oh yeah. Right? The game feels, that feeling game feels so great to shoot. Yeah. It, yeah. It's one, if not the best first-person shooter that I've played, yeah. I would say, to date. So I think they needed to figure out the story. And they picked up uh, the story writer from, not Neverwinter, um, what's the other, what was the other big MMO free-to-play game um, that had paid stuff, but it was free-to-play? Star Wars? No, no, this is older. This is older. Um, EverQuest. No, fuck. Too old? Yeah, I'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, yeah, so we'll see with the story. No planned expansions as far as what will be in them or the titles, just knowing that there will be two that you pay for if you buy the the full season pass. So going back to some of the other things that we will be getting, PlayStation. How much is that season pass? I don't know. I didn't. I haven't looked it up. Another sixty dollars. Yeah, that's why I won't be buying both season. I probably won't be buying any season pass because I don't believe in doing it. I'll just buy the fucking thing when it comes out, and I know what I'm getting. I'll buy the vanilla game for both and be happy with it. Because not the only thing you're not getting anything for preloading the season pass except for, you know, you already own it. You're not. Right. There's. They're not. You're not getting anything. Um. So the 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 no crossplay. I'm very upset about that. Um, but I expected it though. Sure, I was hopeful yeah. at a big AAA game like this. Maybe it would they, be great. Maybe, maybe they this would be the game that would break the mold. But of course, I'm not surprised. If it wasn't for the way they're releasing the PC version, maybe then we might have been very close to Xbox crossplay. Yeah, PC. Maybe. Um, just can I just mention sure. the PC version is being launched on Blizzard's Battle.net client. Yes. Which is very weird. It's going to be the first Completely non, integrated. non-Blizzard game on their client. What kind of is a Blizzard game? Blizzard Activision, but not made under Blizzard's umbrella. Sure. You know yeah. So my prediction here is that they're going Activision Blizzard will be trying to use uh, 
Blizzard's launcher as its own origin, so they can distribute their own game, like sure. the EA's origin. Yeah. So they can distribute Activision. Like I wouldn't be surprised you if this see year, World War Two on there. Call if of Duty Call, World War II. the new Call of Duty shows up on Battle.net's launcher, yeah, sure. I, I would not be surprised. Well, what that. that means is I was reading somewhere that uh, uh, World of Warcraft Gold can be used to buy Destiny on PC. That's insane. I should reactivate my WoW account and see how much gold I have. <laughs> because you no, can, I don't, I don't it, know. it's all like the same thing. You can buy, you yeah. can buy games through that client with gold from World of Warcraft, see, and now I that's technically. I didn't know game. that until they someone mentioned. Yeah, that. well, I don't. I'm not like, aware of that, but I just. I don't play WoW in like. Um, so we know PlayStation is the exclusive. It's getting all the exclusive content um, in comparison to Xbox One. Uh, I'm going to just rattle off random shit as it comes to mind. I don't have a list. Um, I do. The PlayStation 4 will... Um, consoles are locked at 30 frames per second, even the PS4 Pro. But the PS4 Pro will support 4K with Destiny 2, which is pretty cool if you are a PS4 Pro player. But it will not be 60 frames per second. And the developer said simply the hardware in the PS4 Pro is not good enough to run 60 frames per second at 4K, but they were able to get 4K. Uh, they said the GPU in it is powerful enough to produce 4K, but to do everything that Destiny does online, the CPU is not powerful enough to run 60 frames per second. Man, just imagine how it'll look on PC. Um, yeah, so getting into some of the things for PC. They tote things that are now industry standard, but this is a game that was not out on PC before, so of course, um, full aspect ratio control for people that play on, on crazy aspect ratios. Um, of course, 4K resolution. What are some crazy aspect ratios? Ultra wide screens, like 16 by 9. Is that, is that the is 16 that, by 9 is normal? That's normal. Um, I don't even know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Off the top. I know what you're talking about. Oh, ultra wide monitors. Yeah, someone that, that one, someone that plays yeah. on something like this. They're like the really long monitors, kind of curved. Sometimes they're curved. Yeah. Yeah. Any Didn't new, know those exist. Unlocked oh, as, aspect oh, ratios. Top. You can even change your field of view. Which you can't do in the console version. Um, unlimited frame rates, mm-hmm. so you can frame rate as high. Full mappable keyboard and mouse controls. Um, keyboard chat, in-game keyboard chat, like you have text in other chat. MMOs, text yep. chats, which is pretty cool. That's good. I was curious if the text chat for PC would be area-based. Like, could I land in the social place and say, "Need someone to do a raid?" And is, is that public, like in Final Fantasy? My guess is there will probably be layers to the chat. I hope, so can I you hope, do like team-based chat, public-based chat? Looking, looking for group chat, yeah. uh, tra- trading if they add trading. I don't know if they're going to yeah, do Probably that. not. Well, um, will the um, consoles have some kind of integrated in-game? I thought they said that So I'll get to that. LFG it's, it's big. It, what they have is huge, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and we'll get that to that. a big part of it. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that all Crucible modes will be switching to 4v4. Yeah. Now, why is Every this a big mode. Um, there's a lot of reasons. Um, one, a lot of things were restricted to 3v3s okay. or bigger 6v6s. Okay. And both are awkward numbers. One, usually in most games things are fours. So you normally have four people you want to play with, not three, and one person gets left out. Sixes... Wait, aren't all group, wasn't all group content three players? Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is in other titles, four-player-based multiplayer is a default. What's Call of Duty? Four, or it goes up to eight. Eight they're, eight. Yeah, their their competitive is four v four. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, most competitive shooters are four v four. It seems like a small team to me, though. I don't know why. Well, that's because you're used to playing something that's six, which is Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. Or but four, but four is normal, and Battlefield's a massive, massive game. game. So an arena based shooter at that scale. 
six v six just felt awkward for a lot. I think of they're people. making this play um, because they want to make Destiny a more competitive game. I do believe that. Yeah, so they focused a lot on a new game mode, which I don't know much about, but they they focused on the competitive aspect of it. It sounded like a capture objective, right? Mode. Like capture a, like defend, a, like King of the Hill type type mm-hmm. thing. And they mentioned on having maps specifically designed for this type of new gameplay. Uh, Trials of Osiris, going to 4v4, no longer 3v3. They joked that now if you're a horrible Trials of Osiris player, you're only 25% of the problem, not 33% of the problem. Um, Because now there's four of you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) However, that's now switching to 4v4, which I am excited about. Because there have been plenty of times that I've had... Bigger co-op teams. Uh, except now even the, what was 6v6 is now only 4v4. Okay. Because 6v6 is awkward. It's an awkward number of, for, for a shooter like that, it is, with the respawn time, is awkward. Overwatch has a very long respawn time. You're dead for a while. And then you got to run back to the And then you got to run back, so it's mm-hmm. a long time before you're back in the fight. Yeah. 6v6 Destiny... You can you never really get good map control because of the way the spawn system worked. You're never How quickly alone you were on the revived. Map. Yeah. It's just not it. It didn't play well. No one liked the six v six. All of the smaller maps, all the smaller game types did better. And then three v three is also really fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird number. So that's switching. Now the big thing that they talked about, the massive thing that they talked about, is the new guided play. Is what they're calling it. Guided something. I think it's guided play. Yeah, got to play. So they're overhauling the clan system in Destiny. So right now, the clan system is a bunch of bullshit. You sign up for a clan, you get a little thing under your name, and you can go to Bungie.net and you can talk to your clan. It's now going to be integrated into Destiny, where you're going to be able to do clan-based things, missions with clan mates, and it's going to be more integrated with your clan. With that, you can go into the raid as a single man looking for a guided play and what that means is you have to agree and the clan needs to agree that their sherper sherpering sherpa ing someone through the raid that may not be as skilled that may not know what they're doing but they're accepting them anyway and i have to say i'm going to do this was all being paraphrased by the developers Mm -hmm. i'm going to do my best to contribute to this group i'm going to do my best to be you know the most active player that i can be and you will then be placed in a raid in matchmaking What's style. the consequence if I troll? Uh, they did not mention the consequences of trolling, but they mentioned these agreements as trying to be a stopgate for people and toxicity. I just want to point out, this is these are features that MMOs have already had for a very long time. I'm sure. When, when my MMO buddies played Destiny for the first time, we were like, this desperately needs a looking for group system. It does. Like, right, and like people made that website. Or, or, yeah. The Destiny LG, the which I use. The gates are in there? Like the agreements? Yeah. Um, in, for example, M- in Final Fantasy, like I play, you, you can set up parties and you can be like, okay, this is a learning party if you want to join this. We're going to run the raid and you're, learn- you're here to learn with us. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, great, help out and join us. Get get your loot, get your credit, sure. whatever. Um, and you can, if if one person is like being a fucking asshole, you can vote kick him from the party. So every you so one person initiates a vote, everyone gets a vote, and then he gets he gets kicked out. Yeah, so, they did not mention yeah. what the repercussions will be, but I think it's something along the lines of what Neo is talking about. But you have to say as this clan. <laughs> You have to say, as this clan, I want to accept somebody being guided with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to willingly agree that you're taking on someone that may not know what they're doing. 
If you don't want that bullshit to happen, then you don't do it. Trip Zero just went live. I saw yeah, I saw we, that. We <laughs> I saw I'm going to call his ass out on the show. He's not here, guys. <laughs> he is not. Evidently, he just went live. He's like, Persona's show. more important. <laughs> is, that what he's, is that what he's streaming? I don't know. I didn't look. Um... All right, go on. Go on, though. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited. Um, but those, but you know what? Those kinds of groups in MM or MMOs or any kind or any kind of group game are important. There's always going to be someone who wants to learn and needs to learn who is new. You know what I mean? That's that's. Uh, I think it's 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 good that they have a, that kind of entry for people who yeah never played. The but here, yeah, so here's the thing, and they make a very valid point that I never really bothered with because I guess it's just the type of player that I am. That there is a massive, and, and I'm curious on your thoughts of this, Felix. Yeah. There's a massive player base of Destiny that has yet to complete a raid. Or has yet to... They point out the stats. Or that has the, yet show, to yeah. take part in Trials of Osiris. Because trying to raid in Destiny 1 was a pain in my fucking dick hole. Yeah? Like, right in the hole. Sure, like, in the hole itself. No, like, yeah. I, uh, dude, you remember when I was playing on PlayStation on a regular basis and I completely quit PlayStation and came yeah. to you on Xbox because you had an actual stable amount of people sure. who were ready to fucking raid whenever? And yeah. I wanted to raid. That's all I wanted to do was sure. fucking raid. And, and my anecdote was one night I had, like, five or six people who had gathered, I had gathered together to raid with me. And they were all there, and we couldn't get the fifth guy. We had four guys, me and four guys, and that fifth guy was just not, you know, showing up. People were asking friends. No one could do it. Then, like, one guy said, hey, I'm going to go check this other thing out, see if, these other, see if I can find somebody over there. And he left. Another person left. Another person left. Next thing you know, Trip Zero, our own Trip Zero, who is not at the show right now, <laughs> who's instead streaming, <laughs> says to me, dude, uh, I'm going to go for uh, somewhere, blah, 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 whatever. He leaves. He's, he's playing Zelda. And then there was, somebody, <laughs> there was somebody else who left. And finally, I look, and I realize all the people who had left me all found raids somewhere else. And I was left to not do anything, and I fucking quit the PlayStation and fucking, you know, that later that week I ended up buying an Xbox and I bought fucking Destiny on the Xbox right. and I was over playing with you. And you guys got me up to level, like, in no time right. to fucking raid and I was finally raiding. And then Trip goes, hey, you, you know, we just did the raid and I was like, I already did that, dude. <laughs> like, I did it with Locke, like, right, like right, a week right. ago, dude. I already completed it. It was great. But... Yeah, man, there just wasn't a core way to get to know people in that fucking game. Yeah, I think it's it. They, it was a systemic problem because the the issue that it that that it ran into was it is a game for console that's a hybrid of an MMO mm-hmm. and just a regular shooter, and it didn't have all of the mechanics fleshed out flushed out that it needed to have, and this was a vital thing that MMOs have always had. That this lacked. Community systems. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's something as old as Final Fantasy XI. It didn't have anything complex, but it had... You were able to... Form a clan. Yeah, you could form a clan. Or you can go into the public town space and shout, Hey, I'm a player looking to complete this. Like, this is what I'm skilled at. Does anybody want to party up? Yeah. You might have to sit there for a little bit, but someone will be like, all right, I'll help you. Instead, the tower in Destiny was just a bunch of people standing around their banks. Dicking around. Just dicking I, around. I would literally... Yeah. I would literally... You were alone, but not alone at the same there time. There wasn't anything internal in Destiny. I would be walking through the tower, and I'd be getting random uh, Xbox or PlayStation messages from somebody. Hey, man, want to raid? You know, like... Mm-hmm. So the fact that we were never doing that internal in the Destiny system 
was always an issue because they you always had to, to go out and go somewhere else to find the ability. Like Destiny LFG was born and they're not being shit. Yeah, I, I use that a lot. That's how I got raids done. That's how when I, when I wanted to do a raid, I had to use that website. Yeah. Um, and I remember clan. They they did introduce clans, but they were like a website. Do you, do you, did you do this? What's the, that? The Destiny clans. I was I was in a Destiny. The, clan. the, the it meant nothing. nothing. Yeah, it meant nothing. You were it's just a website. I don't even did it even do anything in game for you. He was like, in no. a clan. I created a clan. No one joined it. <laughs> That's probably the majority of the Destiny clans, if I had to guess. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, there there's a lot more no dedicated servers. It said that they didn't think about that, nor was it in their development, um, which I think is utterly ridiculous. But who am I just just a fucking pleb somewhere on the internet saying that they should do things? Here I am. Someone's not going home tonight because of what I want. Um, <laughs> so I think I, all in all, I am very very excited. Um, I think. I, of course, did not like some of the aspects of how poor the story was. Clearly, Vanilla Destiny had its problems. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the shooting and looting so much that the story problems did not affect me. I enjoyed the... Yeah, same here. I enjoyed the the, uh, community that it built, the connecting of, of of three or six friends online. Yeah, I didn't play it for the... You did I. I didn't play it for the fucking story at all. And quite frankly, I don't give a fuck about the story. I, mean, I, don't, point, I, I already don't, don't care would. about Destiny 2 story. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's not going to be... I will run through that mission and not listen to a word that's fucking said besides look at all the explosions and the cool things that are happening. Yeah. And I'll shoot aliens and it'll feel fantastic. <laughs> and that's all that I really care about. I mean, that's what Destiny does really well. It does, yeah. it does shooting and the, you know, the only really games well. where I paid close attention. The only games that I played where I, I played close attention to the story. Well, just recently, Injustice Two, because I'm into comic books. Sure. So I wanted to see that story, um, and then you know games like that are produced by Naughty Dog, like Last of Us. Yeah, sure. Your traditional like charted games, movie games. Yeah, where they're they're. Their purpose is to just tell the story. They, yeah. they don't give a shit about anything else. Not- I, c- I can understand how upset some people were for Vanilla Destiny. Don't get me wrong. It had a lot of problems, and it had a ton of problems with the story, but I was able to look past that. Did that make it hard to sustain because the story was so poor? Absolutely. You hit a wall very early if all you did was grind. How long are they going to keep the Destiny 1 servers up? For the foreseeable future. They're yeah. just not updating it. Okay. There will be no more updates to that game. Yeah, yeah. The it. last update they did was it. Mm-hmm. Nothing left. Uh, so you could still log in and play Destiny 1. They said that. They're like, if you're missing the tower, the tower is still going to be there. Yeah. Which is weird because, like, the tower's <laughs> gone in Destiny 2. You know? Wait, what's going to be this? Sorry, let's back up. What's the. Did you already say it? What's going to be the central place? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a. It's like an outpost. It's like an outpost, yeah. Because there's four planets. That you're going to be able to to go to in this game. It's Earth, a moon. It's Earth. What was that? Io. Io. Titan, and something with with the letter N. I forget the name. Those are the four planets that you're starting with. And the IGN guys, God bless them, were asking for detailed answers, and they were getting nothing back. But they asked, like, are there going to be more planets? What's going on with more planets? And they're like, well, Titan's a fucking. Is a moon also? It's a moon of. Jupiter? Jupiter? Yeah. Yeah, so... 
Who knows? I mean, all we know, Cabal uh, Raid. This is going to bring up... <laughs> this is going to bring up all of my... Uh, my my science contradicting my science contradictions from the first game like don't don't try oh God. you're gonna hurt yourself like when you go to Venus and there's actual like fucking terrain you can run on and <laughs> it's not worth, <laughs> oh, not worth it's, it dude fucking, fucking uh, well, no, one more big the, thing about Destiny please um, there is now no loading time oh this is big between planet to planet you don't have to go to orbit anymore you don't to have to go to, to, to orbit planet. I'm sorry, there will be loading times. You don't have to go to orbit to do another mission. So what do you do? You can queue up for a mission with your party on the planet you're standing on. And then I get to see go do I it. get to see the, the the world the world's view or the planet view from your from menu. a menu system without having to fly to orbit, be in orbit, pick, pick the, the planet, pick the mission, land on the planet. Oh, is it gonna be like an AI type thing? Probably uh, maybe. Like a map. Cool. They just said you don't have to go to orbit anymore. Yeah, that would be cool if an AI thing, uh, which is AI, fantastic, uh, an augmented AR thing showed up. Like, I mean, you know how much time we've spent in orbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the stars were that was like so beautiful. I'm in orbit right now. I'm in orbit right now. I'm in orbit right now. Fucking, where are you? I'm in orbit. Uh, I'm in orbit. There are going to be new subclasses. They they showed yeah. off uh, Titan. Now has a new defender class where you get a Captain America shield thing. Throw that, oh, throw that you can either around. throw it or smash people with it. Uh, the are the old class is going to be in there still. I think so, but they may be tweaked, they'll they'll be tweaked tweets, a little yeah. bit. Oh, and there's another thing I got to bring up. Fuck, it's going to be never the gun ending. system. The gun system's yeah. changing. Uh, the warlock now has a flame sword. Uh, this weird thing that you could like jump up into the air and throw flame strikes down at people, oh, wow. and then the hunter, uh, hunter has, has this ninja like staff yeah. where you can roll and jump and hit people like a fucking young Gandalf the Grey. Wow. Um, <laughs> and so now they're also focusing heavily on primary weapon play, especially for Crucible. Yeah, they're changing okay. the way you slot your guns. So you're you're no longer slotted a primary, a secondary, and a heavy weapon. Okay. You're, pri- you're, you're now slotted, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm... You'll I'm, know better than me. Uh, a kinetic weapon, which is your non-elemental weapons. You know, like your default yeah, kinetic. weapons. Kinetic. And I believe you can slot um, an elemental weapon. I heard they're getting, away, getting rid of the... Um, like the... Intellect and discipline and all that shit. That I don't know. I, I don't. I, I didn't somebody, read anything about that. Somebody was saying that on Twitter. Somebody was saying, "Oh, they're getting rid of the um, intellect and discipline shit." That's all going to be different. Too. Who's to say? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, ah. they, they they did say that they were not going to. They did not talk anything about the vault. How that would work? Like how the new vault system is going to work? Uh, they they definitely did not mention anything about that. But we shall see. Um, I want to bring up because I know oh, I'm I not talking it. about it. Oh, the new weapon system overhaul. Here we go. Yeah, yeah I'm, I got it right here too. Are you people looking the same one? No, probably. Um, you now have a slot for kinetic gun, an energy gun, and a special gun. Both kinetic and energy guns can be used. Uh, can be what used to be known as the primary weapons. Okay, so you can put it. You can have two primary weapons essentially. I guess they're saying, and you can put any gun there. Um, you can now roll with a kinetic pulse rifle and an arc scout. Or a kinetic auto rifle and a solar pulse. The upshot is that you go into battle with two primary weapons, but it also means that if you want a sniper rifle or a shoddy, you can also have you you can't also have a rocket launcher or a grenade launcher. Hmm. 
It's just going to change the way you think about loading your Yeah, so the out. power weapons are now where every one-hit-kill weapon has been grouped together. Shotguns, fusion rifles, sniper rifles, rocket launchers, and all new grenade launchers are all in one category. <sighs> grenade launchers are going to be so much fun! Yeah. You can only have one equipped at any given time. Um, this guy said, in my time playing the new attack slash defense game mode countdown, Dude. this created an interesting dynamic. <laughs> you remember the, uh, what was the gun that had the ricochet bullets? Well, all of them, you had to have the perk. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean the, the exotic? Thorns, specifically. Uh, yeah. The ricochet with hard light. Oh, the hard light. Thorn, so now you're gonna thorn have did like, a ricochet? Now you're going to have like a hard light grenade launcher where <laughs> you can shoot a grenade off of fucking one of those... You know, shiny walls. <laughs> Shoot it off the wall yeah. in and kill somebody, dude. You're gonna have a fucking ricochet uh, grenade kill. It's gonna be fucking great. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. So I, I it, <laughs> but that's good because the two primaries mean. You know what map I'm thinking of? What map are you thinking? The of? fucking one on the sun, uh, on the uh, Mars planet, where they have an inside and an outside. And then they have those doors that you got to open, the big, big fucking moving doors. The big rotating doors. And it has that Burning shrine. Where, no, no, where B is, there's like a little rotating, like not rotating, there's a, uh, a round room, and then there's yeah, a... Yeah, burning shrine. No, not burning shrine. That's what you're fucking describing right it's now. It's on Mars, it's the yes. other one. Fireteam Delta. Or fire, fire... Oh, yes, the so middle room is the... Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 I'm okay, sorry. Okay, I'm just thinking of that hallway, you know, where everyone fucking has to fight for that room. Right. Right? Uh, just you're coming up to that, and you're just deflecting grenades, shooting your grenade launcher yeah. into the wall. Into well, yeah, we room. hope that the maps are now designed for the new weapon. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. But I do think uh, to wrap up because I know we're probably running pretty long. Yeah. To yeah. wrap, uh, I, the new focus in primary weapon play will be great for Crucible. Because the problem with with Crucible in comparison to every other competitive game was. Not everyone used to have just a sniper rifle handy. Like, that was something that you would have to go find on the map or would be time-based for everyone to go grab. But now everyone can equip a... You know what I mean? So that's why Crucible suffered because of how much non-primary play there really was. Someone could run around with just a fucking shotgun and destroy everyone. Where normally, in, like, Halo, you'd have to run and find the shotgun... And only had so much ammo, but you had to first go and get it. But there would be a primary battle for someone to get that power weapon. Is that how it's going to kind of work? Or well, I think now I thought they were saying you could slot a shotgun. You can, but that means they can't slot a rocket launcher, and they can't slot a sniper rifle or a fusion rifle. So now you got to make decisions. Now you got to make a decision, right? Uh, and if they control ammo more conservatively than they did before, it's focusing so much on the primary. You have a close range primary, like a hand cannon. You have a long-range primary as well, like a scout rifle. So now you can engage in long-range battles and close-range battles, but still only do primary weapons. So we'll see. And maybe we'll see. it'll be better melee. Uh, I'm sure there will be more things that we talk about with maybe this game as things uh, come out. Possibly be better melee. They talk about melee at all. Uh, they did not, but I hope. That would be those shit. That shit was broken. What melee? Warlocks were fucking broken. With melee. Oh, they were really powerful? Yeah, I could be here in Philadelphia and hit you in fucking Trenton, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, and then, the, and then the the hunter backstab perk was broken because I could just jump and hit you on top of the shoulder and it counted as backstrike and you'd die instantly. I didn't so know that. broken. Yeah. The melee system was horrendous. Crucible was fucking awful. It was an awful 
mechanic. You, you which is fun. But then you ended up playing it like an insane motherfucker. Yeah, because I loved it. I just loved the, the counterplay and the ability to like shit on people. Dude, I could take you back to like the first first episode we ever recorded of our show where you were going on and on about how much you hated Crucible. Oh, I hated it. I hate because I didn't understand it. Because it wasn't what I was used to. Right. Right. It was so very different than any other shooter that had come before it that the reason why I was getting shit on is because I didn't understand the mechanics. I didn't understand the ammo pickup. I didn't understand what what weapons were in the meta, how to use the supers intelligently, how to counter the supers intelligently. Like all of that was way more than any other pick up a gun and shoot and fire it type multiplayer that we had before. Think of like Doom. Like, all you did was pick up weapons and shoot one another. There weren't all these other Call variables to fucking deal with. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then I got hooked. You're right. But we're now long-winded. So more news for Destiny 2. If we forgot anything, leave us a comment somewhere and call us out, and we'll bring it up on the next episode. Yes, cool. please. Um, Neo's <laughs> yeah, been wanting to, to say things about reviews. We haven't had any in a while. No, so. I just checked, too. Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Checked. Um, I say it uh, on my stream all the time. I also... Whenever we post now, I post a thing that says, please leave a review. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, we, uh, you know, we, there are people out there listening. They're definitely there are. listening. We know you are. They're definitely checking in. We know you're listening. Please write a review on iTunes. Just tell us we're wrong or something. I want to get called out. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Exactly. Anyway. All right. This is Lock and Key signing off. Uh, thank you for for having me back, fellas. I know. Welcome I'm, back, I'm, I'm Lock. Here, I'm here and we're there. We're all and full everywhere. of Lock this week. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we're struck out with Trip Zero, huh? He's over there he's streaming. Tripped out. He's out. Oh, oh, check out Trip Zero. At, he's, uh, he's out there streaming at right Trip now. underscore Zero on Twitch. <laughs> You'll find him playing Legend of Zelda right now with his green screen. Yeah, it looks great. Instead it's of a great uh, setup. recording this uh, podcast with yeah. us, I called him out in the chat already. It's all yeah. Good. So what did he say? Uh, I don't know. He's muted. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're not watching. So we will see you uh, next week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at lock underscore key. Uh, anything that's going on, I will tweet out before it happens, whether that be Beam, Twitch, or anything else vital happening. So make sure you follow me on there. Later. This is Neo underscore Yoshi. You can find me, you can find me at Neo underscore Yoshi. <laughs> um, I'm starting to stream a little bit. Um, Twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. Didn't do it last weekend. I had an emergency job come up I had to take. Um, so I did not stream. This weekend I will be on vacation, so I will not be streaming. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been streaming a little, but I'm but, not streaming at all. But not but currently not ready to stream this anytime soon. Uh, next weekend I return, I will probably jump back on and play a little something something. Don't know what it is yet. I'm probably gonna be done prey soon, so I wanted to stream Prey, but I didn't get to, so I just ended up playing Prey. Um yeah, I don't know. I'll have to find some games to play. Stormblood is, is soon. I'm very excited for Stormblood. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV's expansion. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming up. Um, play a little Samurai. A little bit of that. Yeah, mm. uh, we didn't talk about this. I know we're signing out. But Final Fantasy XIV had a, had a live letter this past week, which is like their version of showing off the new content for their Destiny. Does oh, that, that make okay. sense? Yeah. It's like the, the director and the producers were sitting there and they showed off the new battle systems and they showed off the new 
uh, classes and their skills, and they they just they were just showing a whole bunch of stuff. Do you want to shelf that for next week? I I don't think anyone cares but me. <laughs> just right, talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I just want to talk about Prague as I was playing that. So yeah. Yeah, and this is uh, Felix Hergood, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Felix Hergood. Twitch. Uh, sorry. Beam.pro forward slash Felix Hergood. Beamers! Yeah, <laughs> become a beamer. Come on out. Join Felix's bitch chat. That's a little beam, a little twitch. Come on out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been, uh, I've been doing. I'm just playing uh, right now a little Injustice 2 Fallout 4. And um, I'm finishing up all the Uncharted games. I'm just alting between those three games at this point. So, should be. But Injustice is probably my evening game, and then the other two are going to be for morning coffee mostly. Very nice. All right, y'all. All right, see you guys later. Love you. Like there was an argument over whether Nier should be an action RPG or a bullet hell shooter, and the action RPG guy won, but the bullet hell shooter guy decided to bide his time and play the long game, so Nier 3 will finally be entirely bullet hell and the action RPG guy's corpse will be found in the parking lot with 900 million gunshot wounds. But the combat stopped mattering some ways in because there's an upgrade system not a million miles from the Paper Mario badge system where you can swap upgrade chips in and out of a limited number of slots, so I plugged in a bunch of self-healing abilities and never died again, breaking the combat like the heart of a little dog when they discover you weren't holding a treat after all. Thank you.